Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The free beer and hot wings show free clip of the day. If you are making a list of all of the pilots whose names you know who've helped to land a plane in a harrowing situation, and I said you can start with anyone you can think of after Sully Sullenberger, go. Amelia Earhart. Don't think that... I don't think she did she a certainly... very good job. I guess we don't know for sure. Wasn't batting a thousand. No. Maybe she was. I mean, she might have done a great job, but the landing might have been perfect. Yeah, you weren't there. Yeah, might have yeah. stuck it. But you don't hear about a lot of them. In, oh. in fact, this story, it it was probably on the news when it happened. Uh, in 1994, um, this is pretty ridiculous. In 1994, Federal Express Flight 705, a cargo jet carrying electronics equipment, from Memphis to San Jose, was involved in a hijack attempt by a FedEx employee named Auburn R. Calloway. The prosecution argued he was trying to commit suicide. Okay. So Calloway boards this plane as a deadhead passenger carrying only a guitar case. Makes sense? It doesn't, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. But you wouldn't think anything of it if you're on the plane. Yeah, deadhead is when an employee just rides in an empty seat on a plane. Oh, okay. So no big deal. Not a deadhead like um, Grateful Dead. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I thought. I'm like, wait. Uh, They're singing Touch of Grey. Ride Uh for free as a member of the transport company staff so he could be in the right place to fulfill his duties. The crew did not think much of his guitar case that he brought on, just that. Maybe he likes to play guitar. With a guitar. I mean, people do that. They travel with guitars or golf clubs or whatever. But was it a guitar in the guitar case? Oh, no. His guitar case was filled with several hammers and a spear gun. How did he get that through secure? Oh, this is the 80s, right? This is 1994. 94, all right. A private, it's FedEx. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so you don't go through the same screening. Yeah. But then again, before 2001, I think you probably could have brought a guitar case filled with hammers and a spear gun into the main cabin of a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't just, know for sure. You could but just walk around on the tarmac back then. But yeah. you would think if it's a could. FedEx one, even if they are carrying package, there's packages, that would be the one they would want to check the most for bombs or illegal anything. No, no it's an employee. They know the yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean, they don't know him, but they know him. <laughs> this is good. Uh, so Callaway, now they, they had no idea that they should have been alarmed. Um, while boarding, he tried to switch off the aircraft's cockpit voice recorder hmm. before takeoff. And then once airborne, his plan was to kill the crew with hammers so their injuries would appear consistent with an accident rather than a hijacking. Ah, good plan. The recorder, though, was switched back on by a flight engineer, believing that he had neglected to turn it on. Did they just give this guy the run of the plane? Like, hey, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> sit up in the in the cockpit. I guess, you know, they're. Maybe they... Well, it was different back then. Remember, those planes... I mean, I don't know if they do now if it's a cargo plane like that, but there weren't cockpit doors. That's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You could always just look up in there. Yeah. Not as many trust issues back then, man. Nope. No. I mean, you, you hijackings you had to worry about, but you know, nobody worried about, like, I don't know, a guy 
hitting people in the heads with hammers like mm-hmm. Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> um, bully on the flight engineer for noticing the recorder was off. Did a nice job getting that turned on. So Callaway, the guy that's planning to take out this plane, his main goal was to take out the crew and have it appear that he, too, was an employee killed in the accident so that his family could collect on a $2.5 million life insurance mm. policy that had been provided by FedEx. Okay, the plot thickens. Wow, okay, this is de- I mean, it, it's not the worst idea in the world if you want to accomplish this thing because an aircraft crash <laughs> be pretty definitively right. uh, ruining of a body. And even if you smash their heads with hammers, it's still going to be pretty consistent with the impact of a crash. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for Callaway and fortunately for everyone else, the crew consisted of the following 49 year old captain, David Sanders, who worked for FedEx for 20 years and previously served with the United States Navy for nine years during the Vietnam war. 42 year old first officer, Jim Tucker jr. Who worked for FedEx and served with the U S Navy for 12 years during Vietnam and a 39-year-old flight engineer named Andy Peterson who had worked for FedEx for five years. So you've got two veterans who fought in the Vietnam War and another guy who's 39 years old. So they're in there, and uh, he comes in with the hammers and just starts smash, smash, smash. Okay. Showing Kai on them. Major, major blows landed to these guys. And they start to fight back, but they're fighting against... First of all, they were all surprised to get hit in the back of the head with a hammer, so that's that's a problem. Why I can't... Um, oh, that sounds... Obviously, that sounds terrible, but man, I don't know if there's something I would rather be hit with less. They were able to fight off Callaway enough that he retreated to his guitar case, and with only the um, the flight engineer, Tucker or rather the first officer, Jim Tucker Jr., guiding the flight. The other two followed him. Peterson grabbed Callaway's spear gun when he re-entered the cockpit. Tucker simultaneously threw the aircraft into a 15-degree climb. Sanders, Peterson, and Callaway, so two of the crew, and Callaway, the guy that's trying to kill everyone, were all thrown from the cockpit into the galley. They say to throw off Callaway off balance, Tucker then turned the plane into a left roll, Almost on its side, this rolled the combatants onto the left side of the galley. Tucker then rolled the plane almost upside down at 140 degrees, yes. pinning Peterson, Sanders, and Callaway to the ceiling, but Callaway managed to wrench his hammer free and hit Sanders in the head again. Wow. What's happening to all the other packages? <laughs> That's your concern? <laughs> what? So many things what are tumbling these? around. What about these electronics? <laughs> God, there was somebody who ordered their first Mac computer ever, and it was that bubble thing with like a green yeah. back on it, and it showed up cracked to pieces, and you had no idea that thing went on the roller coaster of its lifetime. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised our road kit wasn't on there even before we had this show. <laughs> yeah. We're still in college, but our road kit is lost. Uh, so imagine if this is a movie like Sully became a movie, and there's three guys, you wouldn't believe it. You'd be like, no. this is some Steven Seagal bull ass. Yeah. Uh, three guys pinned to the ceiling of the plane by G-Force, one being the hijacker, yet he's still able to get his hammer hand free and hit the guy in the head one more. Ow! God! Then Tucker put the plane in a steep dive at a speed of 530 miles per hour. Oh, now they're weightless. <laughs> this is awesome. Are they, wait, are they still upside space. down? 
Are they still upside down when they're dropping at 500 miles per hour? <laughs> I don't know, but he's uh, made it into the vomit. Comment. I'm not sure, yeah. but yeah, they're they're weightless, and it threw the men to the back of the plane as the DT as the DC-10 leveled off at 5,000 feet. Peterson was bleeding out from his rup- ruptured temporal artery. Oh boy, that's a bad. Then one. going into shock, but Sanders managed to grab the hammer out of Calloway's hand and attacked him with it, and eventually succeeded in restraining and disarming Calloway. So one of the captain or pilots is bleeding out of every hole in his face, practically dying. Yeah. The bad guy still has a hammer in his hand, so the <laughs> other pilot had to go and be like, "All right, this is officially over." Well, the the yeah what the Jim Tucker is still flying the plane. The first right. you know he's doing a great job of all of these crazy things to try to mess him up. Mm-hmm. Sanders and the flight engineer. Uh, Sanders is the main pilot. Okay. Uh, he's the one who got hit in the hammer on the hit in the head with a hammer on the ceiling. Um, and he was still able to then get to the cockpit, took control from Tucker, who by then had has his sense of touch severely dim- diminished and was paralyzed on the right side of the body because the first blow he took from the hammer fractured his skull and caused bone fragments to go into his brain. That's the guy who was flying like Maverick up there doing all these things and he couldn't feel things. Wow. This is amazing. Yeah. You think he was doing all that on accident? Yeah, maybe he was just having a stroke. <laughs> like, he was like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, those guys are fighting to death. He's up in the front going, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Ah, wee. Yeah. Loop-de-lose. Uh, Sanders was able to land the plane on a nearby runway and upon landing was taken to the hospital alongside Peterson and Tucker. They are the three pilots. Callaway, the hijacker, was arrested. Although the crew of Flight 705 all survived, they were seriously injured. Emergency personnel found the interior covered in blood, which is not a surprise given the extent of the injuries. The left side of Tucker's skull was severely fractured, causing motor control problems in his right arm and right leg. Callaway had also dislocated Tucker's jaw and attempted to gouge out one of his eyes and stabbed his right arm. Other than that, how was the flight? Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty fun otherwise. The captain, Sanders, suffered several deep gashes in his head, and doctors had to sew his right ear back onto his head. Wow, this was really violent. Flight engineer Peterson's skull was broken, fractured, and his temporal artery severed. Somehow, Yeah, normally it's like, oh, well, you're dead. The aircraft itself sustained $800,000 worth of damage. The actions of the crew were publicly recognized. All three were awarded the Gold Medal Award for Heroism, oh, which boy. is the highest award a civilian pilot can receive. What's that worth? Um, if I survive that, it's probably not want... worth all of the bone <laughs> fragments in your brain. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a gold medal. I don't want a, a accolades or a trophy or a, something for the wall that I can hang up in my office. Right. I want money. I think you survive that. You get to go work for UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the initiation I think so, for yeah. a UPS employee um, yeah. to survive a hijacking on a, <laughs> on a plane? plane? Unfortunately <laughs> for them, the extent of their injuries, none of the crew members were deemed medically fit to fly commercially again. Oh, I wonder. So this was their last ride. As for Callaway, he wow. now resides at the United States uh, Penitentiary Allenwood in Pennsylvania as inmate 14601076, two consecutive life sentences for attempted murder and air piracy. How's his family doing? Well, they didn't get that money. Oh, yeah. It's too bad. Probably could have used it. 
So why are we just now hearing about this? Did this not make like headlines uh, everywhere? I mean, it probably did at the time to a degree, but wow, this is pretty wild. Uh, this text from uh, Middle Tennessee. I was at FedEx that day. What they did to land that plane was remarkable. However, those guys never flew again, and it took our benefit away to jump seat. Sanders lives on my route today. I constantly deliver to stars here in Nashville, but I am in absolute awe whenever I meet Captain Sanders. What a hero in my eyes. You're absolutely right. Wow. Wow, that is That's real. wild. That is. Um, Boy, I can't believe they chose the plot for Castaway instead of this. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, this should be a movie. But it'd be almost too unbelievable. It'd be kind of tough to watch too. Somebody getting bashed with a hammer like that, mm. and then playing. It's wow. being, like what? Like watching Transformers is a little overwhelming because there's so much like this <laughs> and that and this and that, and that's exactly how this flight sounds to me. You, <laughs> so you've, you've never seen you've never seen a movie that has violence in it where I mean, people I have, have gotten hurt. I'm just saying this sounds like a lot of hammers smashing into heads and a lot of flipping and flopping and Kelly's two hot takes on this yeah. story. What happened to the electronics? Yeah. And, and this boy, sounds this like Transformers. Sounds, sounds like Transformers. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think and it would be a lot That cargo must have been theater. messed up. <laughs> yeah, God, could you imagine how messy that set would be and how tough that would be to do? Oh, yeah. So, man. Bummer yeah. for those actors. Yeah, so hard. <laughs> Where are you going to get the boxes? I imagine that this had actually happened. Did his family know about this, or did he decide on his own? I, it doesn't say, but I, I assume his, knew, his family wasn't like, all right. Have a good day at work trying to murder everyone. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for the, getting us a new playground. Thanks for the two million bucks. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.